0: Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. I hope you're doing okay. In this crazy world we live in, it's nice to get together for a little inspiration and motivation. Our guest today is Debbie A. Anderson, and uh, she has a bunch of energy healing decks, vibrational energy cards that she uses, lots of different decks. She's into affirmations. And one of those affirmations is what we're going to focus on today because she helped to heal herself using the affirmation already healed, already healed. I like that very much. Debbie, born in the UK, found her way to Canada how many years ago? Ah, since 1997, so quite a few years, but no, the
1: accent's not gone. Everything's just Americanized now.
0: (laughs) Uh, So what made you, what made you travel from the UK to Canada? Well, it was actually my husband that is
1: now, he's a past life aggressionist uh, correctly, and I met him in the UK and the synchronicities of how we met were quite crazy. He was running a past life aggression workshop and initially I couldn't go, then I could go. And as I say, the rest is history. And for anybody, it it wasn't a case of bells and whistles and choirs of angels and all that kind of stuff. It was truly uh, over a a time, but obviously we were meant to meet and that's how I eventually came to Canada. So, you know, I always say to people, when you you see these little coincidences, if they don't seem to join together, they all will in the end because we're always where we should be at the right time any time.
0: We're talking to Debbie A. Anderson. You met your husband. You said Chris Lee, right? Chris Lee, a past life regression have you found that you had past lives together? Yes, we did. And that was
1: the discovery. Uh, see, initially when I went to the workshop, I wanted to discover, I suppose. I was like everybody else, a little bit inquisitive, didn't really know much about it. But I thought, hey, I'm open-minded, so let's just go that direction and see what happens. So, yes, and we have gone through um, past lives where he's been my father, I've been his mother, we've been lovers, and he actually poisoned me at one point in that past life with wine. So, mm. now I'm always cautious. No,
0: I'm <laughs> 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 but
1: it's it all the many lessons that we have to go through and the experiences and that makes us up who we are so obviously we were meant to meet in this particular lifetime and even as I started to share that I couldn't initially go on this workshop and then everything cleared my pathway was cleared and afterwards after I'd had a private one-on-one session with him which is what he does a lot of now he doesn't do very much with workshops. he and I were talking afterwards and we had realized that our path had crossed almost crossed so many times on that particular visit he was making to the UK and yet we didn't actually meet so I I concluded the spirit went oh my gosh these two are making such heavy weather of this we're gonna mm. push them together <laughs> so that they actually meet and then we'll see how it turns out <laughs> so that was the joy and of course when we were talking he, you know he said well I'm thinking of coming back to the UK I understand you organize workshops and things like that and I said well yeah I do but um, it's I think there's some money in it that doesn't that really cold and callous. No. But I thought, here's this guy, good-looking guy from Canada. I've had a past-life regression. Now he's asking me to do some contract work for him. I'm like, I'm not going to be his pup. Right. I'm going to actually make sure that, you know, this is all professional. That was what I wanted to make it. So it was all professional and that, you know, I could see if I could get along with him. And then it sort of grew um, when he came back and I was organizing these workshops and things. I'm like, oh gosh, this is getting a little out of hand here. Mm. <laughs> so, I love, love the way these synchronicities happen. So, you know, for anybody in life, I always say, if you feel like you've gone down the wrong road or you've gone, ended up in the wrong grocery store or whatever it is, you're there for a reason. Maybe it's to meet somebody, maybe it's to see something, maybe it's to hear something, maybe it's to buy a different product that you wouldn't necessarily get in your own grocery store. Something as simple as that. And this is where I always say to people, have your spidey senses open for any of them that go, oh gosh, it is all wooey, wooey, she's going to start talking spirits and dies. and and stuff. Well, we all do have guys, guardian angels and spirit helpers and workers. And whether you call it your intuition, your gut feeling, your guardian angels or whatever you like to call it, when you get that sense to call somebody, you know, somebody you haven't heard from in a while and all of a sudden their name comes to mind or you think about them, follow through. There's a reason behind it. And it may not necessarily be that they're hanging off the edge of the cliff and they need you to talk them down. Maybe it's they just need to hear a friendly voice or you haven't connected in some time. And the time that you did spend together with that person was such a joyous time. So, you know, listen to the spidey senses, as I call it.
0: Okay. So we have an entire team on the other side, you believe, working on our behalf. So... um, Yes. Explain that to me. I mean, explain why we don't yeah. come down and just do a solo mission. My belief, and I have to say it's my
1: belief, okay, <laughs> my opinion, if you like, is that we come to Earth to or reincarnate in this particular time, whichever, because there are people that believe in star people and things like that. And I'm not dismissing any of that. So we come in this incarnation, we are born. And yes, we do choose our parents. So any of you out there that are complaining that there was a mistake, I'm with you because I've re-questioned many times with my parents, but I've also concluded that it was what they didn't give me in this lifetime is what has made me who I am. So stop and think about that for a moment. Because we are the creators of our own universe. So we're incarnated and, you know, Chris Chris husband, always describes it when he's talking uh, in his past life regression talks, that think of it like you're an actor in a play. Come down and this is the role you're all playing in this particular lifetime. So maybe you're the protagonist, maybe you're the lead actor, maybe you're just the person who says "Would you like fries with that. So we all have a role in our particular, in our lifetime. And through that role, we play it through. And this is where I try to remind everyone we are here for our That is not being selfish. That is, understanding that this is your journey. You have one, Casey. Everybody has a, a journey. And it may be different to mine. It may overlap with mine, like we're having this conversation here. And now, so was that preordained or was that part of the mission? I don't know, but I followed the breadcrumbs. I always say to people, follow the breadcrumbs. So everybody is born Psychic. Everybody has the spidey senses. You've only got to, you know, look at small children, young children under the age of eight, and they are really connected. Uh, little babies, they'll sit there smiling up at the ceiling or laughing for no apparent reason, and we're looking around, and I always just say, hey, they've got a visitor from spirit. Yeah. Maybe it's a relation, maybe it's an ancestor, maybe it's their spirit and guide an angel. Because when we come into this world, we're incarnated, we have all the knowledge, but then we have to go back to ground zero and have to learn how to speak, how to walk, how to talk. So you can imagine some little ones that frustration is building up within them mm-hmm. and that's why some babies are always talking, you know, the goo goo or whatever talking. They're, mm-hmm. they're talking in a language. They're not talking to us. They're communicating with their, their soul group, the, right. the group of people that are helping them through going, hey kiddo don't worry. Yeah, they're feeding you all this baby mush but it's okay. This is what you need to go through. So hang in there. When time is ready, you be ready to do what needs to be done. So I, I know I'm sort of joking and I'm trying to make it light because I want people to understand that we are all psychic. Now, that is when I said these spidey senses come about. We have this, oh, I you know, haven't heard from so-and-so in a while. Or we get that innate sense not to go a particular direction to work that day. You know, you've only got to go back in history and people that haven't been in a place or on a plane or in a building or whatever when something disastrous has happened. And the majority of them say, that particular morning, that particular day, I just felt I shouldn't do it or I shouldn't go or whatever it is Mm. so they listen to their spidey senses I'm not saying the other people didn't maybe that was part of their group collective and I don't want to get into that conversation because it's a very long-winded conversation about soul groups and uh, how we all come together so you know when I say that everybody's psychic and this is where I sort of try and share with people these spidey senses when you get a sense you know sometimes it can be to do with our body we wake up in the morning it's like I've got to have a glass of water and or I've got to have some lemon juice or I need to eat an apple. They're all the things that are guiding us. Yes, if if your guide keeps on telling you to eat chocolate every single day, I would be questioning that. Right, okay. Right, right. Although if you're having very high, ninety percent cacao. Uh, chocolate it actually boosts your immune system,
0: but only one square, not the whole bar. We're talking to Debbie A. Anderson, and I do believe that children are connected, and I've seen that firsthand. As I've mentioned on mm-hmm. the show, I came in on on my little niece was having a sleepover with me, and uh, oh, beautiful! She, she was talking up to the sky, and you know mm-hmm. uh, the living room ceiling, and I was like, "Who are you talking yep. to?" And she was laughing away, and she said, "Oh, the lady in the red dress that she yep. clearly see and was having a." wonderful uh, conversation with and laughing and laughing so i do believe that yeah and because i've seen it firsthand but you say we are creators of our own universe yes absolutely but, absolutely but you also say that there's a team that is pushing us in a certain direction or would like us to go in a certain direction how do we, how do we do the math on that okay
1: so they're not actually pushing us in a certain direction they're reminding us
0: hmm. okay.
1: okay so Going back to before we incarnate, I do believe that we sit down and we write out a contract. A bit like, here's the, uh, the play, this is what you're going to do, you're going to have tea at this particular time with this particular person, etc., etc. It may not be as minutely connected as that, but we all come in with a sole purpose. And your sole purpose may be completely different to mine. And some people say, well, what is my sole purpose? And I always say to turn up, be present in every, every living moment. That is your sole purpose how do you know that your sole purpose wasn't to be there for that person to open the door? And I know some people will go, well, that seems really silly, but it isn't. It isn't. And this is where the team there just sometimes remind us. They whisper in our ear, they give us, as I say, send us a breadcrumbs. Some years ago, a very, a very dear friend of mine said to me, oh, this is lovely Pilates class. You'd really enjoy it. And I didn't know anything about Pilates. I'm sorry for those that uh, Out there that do that. So I went along and I thought, okay, this is like laying on a piece of cardboard for a certain amount of time and it's going to be quite painful in the long run. But I'm like, okay, I'm here for a reason. And the reason was I, I ended up sitting near the back of the class so I could have, because we had to sit for quite a few hours doing different uh, meditations and so forth, uh, so I used the back wall to uh, support my back. And there I met two other ladies that, like myself, had gone along, had not realized what they were getting themselves into, but we had this wonderful conversation and made this wonderful connection. And we were laughing and joking and having fun and raising our vibrations. So Don't ever assume if you go on a workshop or do something, it's the wrong thing. So this is where our team guide us there. And I actually met somebody that was very useful. They wanted to promote my decks, have them in their store and so forth. So again, that was part of it. And the rest of it, I always say is just like the, the meat in the sandwich. We eat it up or we we discard it and leave it to the side. But we have choices every single day. And I always wake up and go to sleep in gratitude. right? And gratitude for even if there is crapola happening in my world. Well that crapola could be a lot worse. There are many times in my life when people say, oh yeah, but it's okay for you, you've got it all made, you know how to do it. I did, I was one of those learning people that did it the hard way, the kicking and screaming way, the holding on with the white knuckle wide on the roller coaster way, even with all my team. I had to go through those experiences for me to understand. So when you wake in gratitude, you go to sleep in gratitude, what happens is everything shifts. Our workers, our helpers, our
0: team, if you like, in spirit
1: are there and they can guide us
0: through. That makes sense to me because I would imagine if you're dealing with higher energy vibrations, to be able to reach those higher energy vibrations, you need to practice putting yourself in a higher vibration. But everybody can do that. Yes, everyone can do that. When we shift,
1: uh, you know, I always say to people, every 24 hours when we awake, we have a choice. And each time through those minutes, those nanoseconds, those hours or whatever, we have choices. And how to approach things. Do we approach it in a negative way or do we approach it in a positive way? I have to say there's some situations, especially at the moment, where I could get very negative. I could go down that rabbit hole. I could jump in there and be there. Because that's my humanness, but I choose to shift that vibration into something that's higher, about kindness, about joy, about peace, about all of these kind of things that we need to remind ourselves of in those desperate times.
0: Isn't this interesting though, that here we are having a a human life and having to do everything we can to overcome our humanness? Yes, I know. And that is
1: part of it. It's a reminder of here we have to be in our incarnation in this physical body, this solid emotional compliance, if you like. When we're energy, when we're in spirit, we don't feel or experience emotions, not the emotions that we have here. And I call it that we have a dense uh, environment on Earth. Okay, and I don't mean as in stupid dense, I mean it's thick, it's heavy. And what happens is we feel the emotions, we take on the emotions. But what spirit is trying to remind us, and that's why we get these little innate little reminders from spirit, the breadcrumbs, is, you know what? What are you going to gain by getting negative? What are you going to gain by doing this? Like, you know, I always say there are two sides to coin. I, I say, well, yeah, I'm getting angry about this because. And they're like, well, if you change it this way. And then my husband always has a lovely little uh, saying that honey works better than vinegar. Okay. And I think that is so true that we can get upset in our humanness and then we just have to set back and I always say take a breath and I think many of us have taken lots of breath in the last three or four or five or six months um, and we almost feel like oh my gosh I can't take another breath but
0: we can. Yes but I'll say practicing that is like learning basketball you know we can't just say oh I'll be positive instead of negative but let's talk about this in your world of vibration and guides and uh, we are here for ourselves and contracts and the like um, how do you experience? explain something like the coronavirus would anyone sign up oh, hundreds of thousands of yeah. people sign you know would sign up to die in a pandemic that's when this stuff like doesn't make any sense to me anymore
1: each of us has the ability within us to shift our energy to shift our thoughts and if anybody has ever read or gets the opportunity to, to, to read Dr. Bruce Lipton's biology of belief he's a scientist first and a metaphysicist second I always say and he shared with us that our thoughts create everything they are the energy that we exude so in my Environment, and I'm talking about my environment as a human being, I choose to believe that I have the ability to keep myself healthy. I'll just step back into how our thoughts can affect how we respond or react in anything. And our thoughts are energy, they are manifested by us, by what's in our environment, and all the outside influences and the inside ones, our belief systems, the things that we've been taught, and so forth. Now, Many, many years ago, I was diagnosed with a hereditary generic disease called hemochromatosis. That disease basically chips away at your whole body because it's an overload with iron. And eventually it shuts down all the major organs. Okay, so I have that. I cannot cannot go away. There's no way to deal with it apart from having phlebotomies, which are bloodletting, and changing diet and all those kind of things. So in that moment when that came about, fear filled my heart, filled my head, filled every part of my body. And then I stepped back and said, okay. I know I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die of this. I'm going to change that vibration. I'm going to change the concept of what is happening with my body. Even though the medical science said this is not possible. And guess I did everything that I was supposed to do that was deemed there by medical science. So over the years, I have said to myself, I don't have this disease. I'm already healed. So if any thoughts ever come into my mind, you know, uh, um, is this happening? Is that happening? Well, fast forward, and I've had this now for over 15 years. So fast forward two years ago going in for my usual blood tests and things, my doctor, my GP said, Your levels, your ferritin levels are through the roof. Your everything's shutting down on you. We need to get you to see the specialist. So I said, Well, I feel absolutely perfect, but okay, I'm gonna go with what you tell me. So I went until the specialist went through oodles and oodles and oodles of tests and all the different things that they do to check everything. And every time I would say, No, I'm healthy, I'm fit, there's nothing wrong with me. I, I know I don't have this disease, it doesn't it doesn't exist in my body and the specialist then after all the tests when i got back to see him he says i'm curious you keep telling everybody that you don't have this disease and yet i can clearly tell you that you have been diagnosed with it i said but i choose to believe i don't have it so therefore if it doesn't exist in my consciousness in my energy, it doesn't exist. And I said, so okay, now I'm here, tell me all the results and what I need to do. He said, well, I don't know how to answer this. I said, it's negative, everything's negative, right? He said, yes. His answer to it was, I think it must've been a false positive, this particular uh, spike in whatever's going on within my blood. So he said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I said, I will, and I will continue to have the support of medical science there to keep an eye on it for me but I know I'm healthy and I know I don't have this disease now that is speaking from me Mm. okay I can't I'm not telling it from anybody else's perspective and if, if anybody looks up hemochromatosis it basically is an iron overload it shuts down all the major organs till eventually you die so if I put that into perspective to what is going on today because as I said I don't know all the medical facts or all that's going on I chose to change my way of thinking yes that is partly to do with building your immune system and all of those kind of things which all of us should be doing on a daily basis we should be building our immune system and this is something vitamin C
0: and vitamin D they're essential so so you had a a difficult diagnosis and you chose to put your thoughts and your beliefs elsewhere how much time and effort did it take then and how much upkeep does it need now
1: that particular time because I went down the rabbit hole. I started to research and find out everything I could about this dis-ease. And I say dis-ease because I needed to know what I was facing. What were my life, my life expectancy and all those things? And I scared the bejesus out of myself. So yes, it took a little while. I, I fought it to start with. And then I started reading a lot of books that made me realize that my own thoughts what create that vibration, that
0: pattern. How much work was that? What did that look like? What was your day-to-day work in changing your thoughts? Because I know, and everyone listening knows, you can't just say, oh, well, I'll change my thoughts. So what was that process? How long did that take? And what's the upkeep like now? For me,
1: any time the thoughts of this disease entered my head, so any time I saw the hemochromatosis, I would replace it with, already healed like a mantra and I know that may sound silly to a lot of people but it fills the void a bit like when we stick our fingers in our ears and go no 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 when we don't want to hear something so it was blocking it out until eventually what happens is my conscious mind my monkey mind then accepted you don't have this you're healed so therefore, there is no issue, there is no illness, there is no disease. And yes, to start with, it did a while because I would have something else pop up or I would just go and look for something. But once I got into that mentoring, uh, already healed for myself, And what happened was it became easier I was looking at ways I could improve my health what I could do in my physical as well as my spiritual and mental side and it became less and today I don't even think about it Mm -hmm. I've shared it with you today because I feel that I can't I can't give direction or sage influence on what is going on in our world at the moment I can only relate to something experienced myself
0: you can use the mantra already healed and I love that and I think every morning when when I take my thyroid pill, I'll start saying that. Can we do that for other people? Can we think of other people who may be ill and and project that in their direction that they are already healed? Or is this something we can absolutely? Only oh, I call more. it prayers, mantras,
1: wishes, whatever we like to call it. And I think people, a lot of people, will deal better with a mantra than saying prayers. And those that like to say it as prayers, then say it as a prayer. I always say my prayers every single night. I give blessings for what I've received during the day. I give blessings blessings. blessings and thanks and then I I put out prayers for everybody that I know and beyond. Mm. So it doesn't hurt It does not hurt or harm anybody to do that. And who knows? Watch that person after you've been saying already healed or I love you or whatever it is. You can create your own mantra based on whatever it is you want to work with for somebody else and see how they change.
0: That is Debbie A. Anderson. You can check out her vibrational energy decks, Oracle cards and things like that. And she has a vibrational affirmation deck as well. Visit vibrational-energy.com. So remember we made a deal last week that we were all going to try Qigong? Did you try it? Was I the only one? I bet like three of you maybe tried it. So I went to Master Gu's website and I did enjoy Master Gu very much. But the video that I found to learn Qigong was $149. (laughs) Did you see that? So I went looking elsewhere, and I found a seven-minute video that I really enjoyed, and I did it. I did a seven-minute Qigong video, and I want you to try it. So I posted that seven-minute Qigong video on my website, kcey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. So go try it, seven minutes of Qigong. I really, really liked it. And it was free. Okay, what else? The market at Mount Carmel is going well. That's the weekly farmers and makers market in Verplank that supports Let It Shine, Inc., the foundation that is gathering love and giving it away. We collected a bunch of household items. Did I tell you this? Yes, I think I told you that we collected the items. And then we gave many of them away at the pantry at Mount Carmel, the food pantry that I run on the weekends. But also we gave a beautiful set of dishes, like a whole set, the cups and saucers and the dishes and the big plates and the small plates and the silverware and everything to Unshattered. Unshattered is a nonprofit up in the Hudson Valley that helps women in recovery stay in recovery. And they make beautiful handmade purses. And the folks... It Unshattered. I reached out to them. I said, hey, do you need anything? And they're like, we need new dishes and silverware. So they got it from your donations. That's the kind of stuff Let It Shine is going to do. And plenty more, plenty more. So our thought for the day, I think we've already heard it. And it's from Debbie A. Anderson. And it's her mantra, her affirmation already healed. Have a great week. Shine on.